Welcome one and all to Sean and Elliot Read the Bible. Very articulate there. Thank you. It's particularly on the word Elliot. Thank you. It's the most important word. What are you talking about? In the in the show name. Why are you why are you being weird? I'm not, I'm being professional. Oh. I may even try and get rid of my lisp during this episode. Do you have a lisp? I've got an ever so slight lisp. You are talking weird. You do know that, right? It's to get rid of the lisp. I think people just stick with the lisp. People like the lisp. Hey, everyone. I'm Sean. Thank you for listening to this show. If it's your first time listening, Elliot isn't always like that. It's not a show with one person who's called Sean, who's normal, and a sort of strange Victorian gentleman called Elliot. Who will do well on Radio 4, sir? You really think you'd do well on Radio 4? I think I may do. I I don't think they'd go... I don't think your opinions would suit Radio 4. Hmm. Well, let the listeners decide as we broadcast from the Edinburgh Festival. We need this. this, Wind it in, mate. Wind it in. We're at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, everybody. That's why it sounds a little bit different. We've been living together, and I think all of this creative energy, all these actors have got into Elliot's head a little bit. You don't need to be like them. Just because they're smart and they wash and they have nice, you know, lives, you don't need to be like them. People want you to be you. Aye. Okay, we're going to go to the theme tune and I'm going to try and flick some switch in Elliot to put him back onto normal mode because he seems to be uh, giddy with anticipation. And so here we are in Scotland. We're living together this week while yeah. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you found that, Elliot? Have you found it? It's been very pleasant. Yeah? Yeah, you're good to live with. You're a good lad. Do you reckon? Yeah. What's my best trait as a housemate? Uh, you always come in with a smile. Mm-hmm. You've been, and this isn't a lie, calling me your best friend every day. <laughs> I have. You have? I have. And you like that, do you? I was uncomfortable with it at first because mm-hmm. I thought you were bullying me. Mm-hmm. But now... Now we are best friends. Yeah. Yeah. It's like denim, isn't it? When yeah. someone says you're my best friend, it's like denim. It takes a while, but eventually you do get comfortable Just with it. into it now, yeah. 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 You've seen me nipples. Have I? Yeah, and I told you not to look. What are you talking about? I was ironing a shirt, and you were facing the other way, and I said, don't turn around, I'm ironing a shirt. Well, of course and I'm going to turn around. And immediately you turned around, and your jaw hit the floor. Oh, well, yeah, I fell over. <laughs> Why didn't you? I fell out. I couldn't believe how beautiful your body was. <laughs> I literally slipped up. Milky white and smooth. Yeah. Uh, Elliot's got nipples, everybody. Big big news. Yep. Um, Small nipples. Big news. Fucking hell. It's very late. People should know we're recording this very late. It's a Friday night. Yeah. It's a Friday night. We've been at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival for over a week. I've done a lot of shows. I'm pretty tired. Mm-hmm. Um, and let me tell you something, guys. If you're feeling a bit tired, a bit hungry, um, do you know what really doesn't get you out of your funk? Reading the third part of the book of Genesis. Really depressing, weird stuff. Very odd. Very, Very odd. weird stuff. Uh, but we're going to do it. We made this agreement. Bible Corp are on our ass. They've yeah. still got our family locked up. We have to keep churning this shit out. They followed us up here. They followed us. How They're staying they in the flat below. Yeah. There wasn't even a flat below until they came. No. All we have is a flat above with a crazy old man. <laughs> there is a crazy old man living above us. He keeps trying to break in. Does he... 
try because I haven't seen him try and do that. He's tried twice now while I've been here. Do you think he wants to have his way with you? Uh, I don't know. I am alluring, as we've discussed before. But I think have we? Yeah, I think the issue is. But wait, I don't think that would have made the edit if we discussed that. He keeps saying there used to be children here. There used to be children, and I think that's code for he wants a slice. <laughs> he wants a slice of the old falfal. El Falfa. El Falfa. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I tell you what has been nice. Mm-hmm. A couple people yeah. have come out of my show and said to me, really loved Heal Your Wounds. What a shame. Really loved the old podcast. Uh, to those what? people, if you're listening to the new one, thank you for that. But please get please get on board with this new thing. <laughs> I don't know please, if they're going like to For the love of gosh, just... <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, there was an article in the newspaper today. Uh, it was like such a bittersweet thing. What there was, was an article, article? I, I was previewed in the Metro. Yep. I mean, would you even call that a newspaper, the Metro? The news, the it's, just basically a, it's just basically a free napkin that has pictures of footballers in it. It's a very widespread, very legit newspaper if you get on under, underground transport. Uh, and I was featured in it, which I was very happy to be. Num- uh, number one you were. Number one pick. Yes. For the weekend. And number two was a housemate, Harriet Kemsley. Yeah. Uh, and most of the feature was spent talking about how good Heal Your Wounds was. Heal Your... <laughs> Every time we quit Heal Your Wounds, they something good happens. And pull us back in. Yeah. We can't go back to it now. They've got to Google Heal Your Wounds and then somehow find Bible Pod. They'll find Bible Pod. We're going to leave Heal Your Wounds in the dust. Thank you to the fans of it. You're on board here now. Any fan of Heal Your Wounds, I just want to know, you're fucked. I put a message to the people at the door of my venue. Anyone who looks like they might have enjoyed Heal Your Wounds should not be allowed in. I don't know how you made it through the net. Someone's losing their job over it. I hope you're fucking proud of yourself. Yep. Absolute opposite message of last year's Edinburgh, where (laughs) he kept saying, thanks fans for coming out. And now they have, and you're saying, fuck off. (laughs) Oh, careful what you wish for, isn't it? Yeah. I was about to say something, and I forgot. Okay. That's broadcasting. Yeah. You want to move on? Nah. Oh, I've got a story bottled up now. You've got a story? Yeah. What's, let's, let's have a story then. So I've had this very important thing that's happened to me bottled up all week, and I haven't mentioned it because I wanted to, I wanted to tell you on the podcast. Oh, my word. What could this be? Is it a good thing or a bad it's thing? It's very unnatural, isn't it? But you are learning for the first time. Well, I need... What do you mean I'm learning? You're learning what the thing is that I'm about to tell you. Okay. On air in front of everyone. So what I need you to do is listen to my story and then label what you think has happened here. Okay. So Elliot's leaving work. Who's Elliot? Um, Elliot J. Fallows. Elliot. You know someone else called Elliot J. Fallows? No. It's me. Elliot, me. Okay. Me leave work. Wait, whoa? What? You just said it was in the third person. Uh, Elliot, Elliot leaves work. Yes. It's a Thursday. Okay. That's important. Is it? Yes. I'll tell you for why later on. Okay. Uh, he walks down the road slightly. He's still wearing a tie. He's he looking... walks down the road slightly. Yes, just just as slight as he can, <laughs> slipping between whoever passes by. A, a veritable paper bag of a man. Yeah. If anything else, the wind's just kind of pushing him along slightly. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm wearing a tie. He's wearing a tie, <laughs> looking professional, looking smart. Yeah. Looking like he might have a bit of dollar. Yeah. Does he? No. Suddenly. He's, that's become very clear, by the way, since we've been living together. A lot of sort of subtle hints that you're not doing well financially. From behind a bus stop, 
If you need money, you can ask, by the way. Okay. From behind a bus stop, a clawed hand grabs me. Who? Him. Grabs Elliot. Elliot, okay. Grabs, the guy Elliot from the beginning, yeah? Grabs Elliot's arm. There's only one Elliot, it's fine. Grabs Elliot's arm. A hand grabs his, his arm. And the hand is attached to a young lady. <gasps> and she says, Please, please help me, sir. So she's, wait, she's Scottish? I am living on this street and I need, I need money. I need money for, for living in hostel. Oh, God, she went to the wrong person for money. I need £20 for hostel. Yeah. And I said... Wait, uh, so she, it, it, like to stay in a hostel? Or yeah. Or she's looking to buy a copy of the film Hostel? <laughs> to, to stay in a hostel. Okay. And Elliot, I'm going to switch to first person. And I say, I'm sorry, I haven't got £20 on me. And then I try and move on. But she still grips onto me, mm-hmm. pulls me back and says... How about a meal deal? And she points at the Sainsbury's and says, you can get me meal deal and £10 cash back. And I was like, okay. So then we go to the Sainsbury's. She's still just gripping onto me. She lets go as I go into the Sainsbury's because she says, hey, I'm not allowed in there. (laughs) And I said, okay. So I go in and then I kind of look at the sandwiches and then I see a, a member of staff and I'm like, Sorry, is is there a back door that I can get out of? Oh, why are you trying to hit on him? Why would you hit on him? Why would you bring up sex? Um, sorry, 2018, t'was a lady. Oh, shit. That's worse in the Me Too age. You're working and some bloke comes up to you, nervous, sweating, asking about a back door. Yeah, sorry. I need access to your back door. That's yeah. disgraceful. It, well, it, wouldn't, it won't surprise you to, to hear that she said... No, we don't do that here. <laughs> and I said, but there's an explainer. I was like, there's someone who's kind of trying to get a bit of, like, unreasonably, I think, by this point, trying to get money off me because mm-hmm. she wouldn't let go. And I think I already said no. And she said, no, we don't do that. So I had to, and I said, would you do cash back? And she said, no. So the whole point of being <laughs> in the shop was pointless. Um, and then I realized the woman didn't tell me what kind of sandwich she I was like, she might be vegetarian. And so I went back out. And she grabbed me again mm. and says, there's cash machine. You can get me 50 pounds for hostel. <laughs> so then she pulled me to the cash point and the machine literally only had 50 pounds. Like it didn't have 10s or 20s. It had 50 pound notes. Really? I yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. It's like it ran out of the, those other notes. And I was like, I can't, I can't give you 50 pounds. And then she went, okay, you can get me less. And I was like, it doesn't have those notes. <laughs> so she again... Grabbed me, pulled me across the road. There's a detail I've missed. Okay. Uh, she's pregnant. So she took me to a machine. Who? The, the uh, Sainsbury's the, employee? <laughs> uh, she uh, took me to the cash point, the trickster. And yeah. because it's this is where it's Thursday's important. Okay. I'm paid on Fridays. Yeah. So in my account at this point. because that, just, That's when the pension comes through, is it? Yeah. It, that it, yeah, forget it, yeah. Uh, in my account at this point, there is £20 and 56p. Oh, dear. So the woman goes, you can get me £20. And I put my card in, and I went, like, show show amount. And I said, look, there is literally £20 in my account. I can't give you £20. Yeah. And she went, yes, £20. 10 for you and 10 for me. And in my head, I went, like... Oh, no, <laughs> no, no, of course not. No, it's my no. 
Yeah. And then out loud, I just went, well, yeah, that seems fair. (laughs) (laughs) So I did 20 pounds and a 20 pound note came out. So then I had to go into a chicken cottage and buy a drink to get the change to give the woman. And then I have the change and a drink I don't want. And they didn't give me a straw, so I couldn't even drink it. And then I had to give her the £10. And she went, any more? And I was like, no, I have to go. And I had to like pretend to take a phone call. And she kept looking at me. Like she, she crossed the road and just stared me off as I left. What has happened to me here? What would you label this? Well, there's a lot to unpack with this story. Yeah, isn't there? There's a lot to unpack. Yeah. So, you're slightly walking down the street. I am. The slight man that I am. Um, And so she grabs you, she asks for money for hostel. Yeah. So I think, you know, that's a scary situation for you. Mm -hmm. But this woman sounds desperate. Yeah. She's, you know, she's pregnant. Exactly. When when we got to Sainsbury, she kept going, uh... You can get me food for baby, for baby. Was she definitely pregnant? Or was she just saying This that? is the other thing. I, as soon as she said it, and as soon as she kept rubbing her tummy, I know it's off. I know, right, I give money to charity. What, chari- can, what charity? And I completely understand. Can you just list the charities that you give to, The Elliot? situation and the circumstance that she might be in. I'm not judging her or blaming her for anything. It's society's fault. All this has happened. Yeah, yeah. Society, also, it's not your fault because you give to charity, right? Exactly. I give to tons of charities. And just name one charity, so in, you know, so, but as soon as she kept rubbing her tummy, I was a bit like, I, I just don't think she is pregnant, but I couldn't, I I have to go on the assumption that she is. I can't then, yeah. I can't like go, Oh really? And then like put my hand under a shirt and try and pull it. For, for what? Pull for what, tummy to what end? To pull like the pillow out of a shirt. I can't be like, Oh no, you're not. And then like g- try and grab it. Like Scooby-Doo taking a mask off. Well, I thought when you first said that, I thought you meant like you were going to reach up and do some sort of pull medical baby procedure. Out. No. Uh, she's in tricky circumstances. I do understand that. Yeah, you do. understand that. Okay. Carry on with your assessment. Well, you then go into Sainsbury's mm-hmm. for what, a meal deal? That's what she wanted? A meal deal, but then I had to go back out and ask what she wanted, by which point she just pulled me away. She never wanted the meal deal. No, but, well, she Certainly, asked... she, certainly the priorities were not food for baby. And you asked for a back door. You asked immediately, your thought is, I will run away from this vulnerable <laughs> woman. Yep. And then the, even the people at Sainsbury's were like, no. No, old man. Go and help her. Go and help this woman. Do you know what is obvious you should have done, in my opinion? Well, You're in Sainsbury's. Yeah. You don't have much money. You're not sure of the validity of this woman's story. Yeah. You should have bought a pregnancy test. <laughs> bought a pregnancy test. Got out, gone into the chicken cottage, which you said was nearby, and you went, I'm coming in with you to this disabled toilet. Yeah, going to make sure it's your pee. You're going to pee onto this stick. Yeah. And then, yeah. if you are pregnant... Okay. Then we have a conversation. Okay. That's what I would have done. That, I mean, that's how I would have handled it. Okay. I think the important question here, and I do understand, and I feel bad. No, I don't feel bad because I gave her the money. Yeah. I gave her the money. No one else did. I gave her literally half of all the money I had. Yeah. I think you did a good thing there. But have I been mugged? Because that's what some people are calling this. Who's calling it that? My friends called it this. I I feel like because I was pulled somewhere and because I said I didn't have it and I was physically taken to a cash point, 
Is that a mugging? Or am I too complicit in what's happened here? Am I too much of a part of this? I, mean, I feel like I've made decisions here. I think you're probably like me, that you were put in a position where your conscious, conscience and your... Pro- like, mixture of conscience and sort of just ease. The easiest thing to do it's was to just money. give her money. But why do I want Well, the easiest thing to do was to just was to force a pregnancy test on the woman. Uh, but the second easiest thing to do is to give her money. But why why do I feel so bad? I fi- I left that thing being like I'm so wracked with guilt. Yeah. But I It's really it's very I, awkward. I, I not to toot my own willy here, I help someone out, I think I'm a victim of crime and I feel terrible about it. Mm. Like I feel guilty. Mm. I can't help you with that. I think you did a good thing. I think she's probably quite desperate. Do you think I'm a brave boy? I, bravery is not the word I'd use in any part of this. Your first instinct was to run away. Sometimes I don't give enough details about the person so that they assume it's just a man who's pulled me to a cash point. Oh, I will yeah. admit to you that it was, a, it was a possibly feeble pregnant woman who just wouldn't let go of me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know what to say, Elliot. You know what's bad? If it was a man, then I'd be like, it's definitely a mugging. I think it's because it's a pregnant woman that I'm thinking it might not be. I've had um, pregnant uh, women who are homeless. Uh, that, I mean, they they are very forceful, mm-hmm. and as as they would be, you know, they're protecting their, their, their yeah, food for baby. Yeah, um, I'm very sorry to hear that. You shouldn't feel shook, shook up about it. You gave that woman half of everything. Yeah, it was a you know it was a Thursday. Yeah, the but, next um, day she should have shared it on a Friday. Then she then she could have milked me. Yeah. yeah. Would you have given a 50 quid, you think? Yeah, I probably would have given a 50, yeah. It's weird that because I do... I don't know. It's hard. No, I wouldn't have given it's a really, 50. It's really... It is a tough one. It's a tough one. Um, it's very... Uh, it's hard to say. Like, I give to homeless people frequently. Yeah. If I have change in my pocket, I do give them. I do... I never have change in my pocket because I do give it On to homeless people. On top of all the multiple charitable donations you make every month. Oh, yeah. Name a charity. Uh, shelter. Do that one. I do that one. Do you? How much do you give? Name another one. Oxfam. Yeah, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Do you give to them? They they have a package. It's like six pounds a month. Yeah. 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 Do you, are you signed up to it? You know, name another one. The British Heart Foundation. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You We've give all to them? Seen, we all know the logo. It's such a, it's such a big, important issue. Of course. Mm. Of course it's at the front of... Everyone's... Should we, should we crack on with this? Yeah, let's crack on with this. Third part of Genesis. The I, conclusion. I, I'd just like to say to our listeners, I didn't know what Elliot was going to say there. Mm-hmm. It was a very grim, unnerving tale. There are no winners in that story. There are only losers. She, and, um, what do you mean? She's got 10 quid out of it. She's, she, she's homeless and pregnant. You have a home boy, man. <laughs> true. true. True, I have some, yes. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I think you. I think you did know what thing. Don't move your hand on the mic. Why? Because it makes that horrible noise. I don't give a fuck what noise it makes. (laughs) Okay, let's go. We're a very blue podcast, aren't we? I guess we are. You wouldn't think so for the name of the show. We just constantly seem to. One track mind, always knocking stuff back into the old euphemisms and sexuals. Well, I don't know, it's kind of silly and funny. Though actually, Bible Corp, did you get the Bible Corp email? Uh, I actually don't have email. Do you not have email? No. How did you buy a copy of Hostel? Facts. Great. Yeah. Um, well, I got, I'm on email. 
They don't want. They they don't like the amount of sex we've got on the show. Okay. They don't like the swearing. Okay. They don't like the amount of sex. They're also they're selling a lot of Bibles. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. In the bi community. Yeah. But they they need us to just you know they need us to hammer it. You know if you're bi, buy the Bible, buy the bi, buy. But also they need us to think of versions for other groups okay so it's like need to, i think if you're by on a bicycle by the by by the bible bye bye i think that's more specific because now we're limiting it just to bisexuals on bicycles okay not every bisexual has a bicycle okay how about if you're by by the nile mm-hmm. by the bye bile <laughs> yeah bile uh-huh bye okay so if, you, if your bile's in the Nile, buy the Bible. Bye-bye. Bye, guy. If your bile is in the Nile, uh-huh. buy the Bible, bye, guy. But that's... I mean, how many people's bile is in the Nile? I don't know. What do Bible call want from us? I, I don't mean, know. We, we are the just, best advertisers in the business. Just give us back our family. Just give, give us the... Give us us back. <laughs> give, give us them back. Give, give them back, you Give bastards. them back, you fucking pricks. Uh, um, We're reading the book of Genesis for you. I miss my nephew. Sean, you know what's just, you know what's just occurred to me? What? They're not going to give back our families for ages. Why? Because this... The stories we're going to tell from Genesis today are so depraved and sexual and weird that they're not going to let us... Even though even though these stories are legit part of the Bible... Yeah. Yeah, that's the problem. We have to act hardcore because we're reading a hardcore text. So let's hope whatever comes after Genesis is very tame. I'm sure it will be. Well, G- Jesus will be back, won't he? You'd hope so, because he hasn't popped up yet. Yeah, we're, we're, I mean, we're five pages in. Where is this guy? <laughs> Don't worry. It's like that uh, song, Hero by Chad Kroger. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, great music video. Great in- music video. Intercut with scenes from the first Spider-Man movie. You're into that. You were saying you were into that I earlier. love, I'm very, very specifically into music videos with clips from the movies in them. My favourite example of those is mm. R. Kelly's I Believe I Can Fly. What's because I think he was trying to make a really moving uplifting music video about dreams, about ambition, Mm -hmm. and about keeping on fighting. Sure. And it is totally undermined by all the footage of Bugs Bunny playing basketball. Oh, my God. That is the film it's from, isn't it? I was trying to guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Famously, of course, Kiss from a Rose. Which one's that? Maybe I compare you to a kiss from a rose. What What film, I mean? Oh, Batman Forever. Is it? Yep. I don't know. I don't know anything like that. Hmm. I don't know anything like that. That's a sentence I said. <laughs> yes. Let's get on with it. Just start. So, where were we last time? So, we Cain are now... Cain and Abel. Cain and Abel. Um, the Tower of Babel. It's happened. Yes, so Cain and Abel, um, and then Noah's Ark. The yep. world has begun anew. Mm-hmm. The Tower of Babel was built. God smashed it because he's an arse. Wow. And now we are in this new world, and we meet a man. And his name is currently Abram. 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 Or is it Abram? Yes. Whatever. And he is married to Syrah. Syrah. Yes. These names will change later on for some reason. Well, let's no no spoilers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Abram is living in Mesop- Mesopotamian. <laughs> Do you want to have another go? I don't actually. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to have a go? It's Mesopotamia in the land of Canaan. I've written it 
in my handwriting and it's not very good. Okay, that's fine. I made my notes of this whilst eating curry with the other hand. Do yeah, keep that's that in true. mind. That's true. <laughs> okay. So he's there. Mm-hmm. And then where's he off to? Canaan. 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 Canaan's like the whole place in the Mesopotamia, I think, is just a part of it. Oh, really? As far as I could tell. Yeah? Yeah. Do you want to fuck me over anymore on this podcast? Sorry, mate. I'll, I'll let you... Whatever you say next is just true, okay? Gord comes down. Damn it. And makes a covenant with Abraham, where he says... Yeah. So Gord is here. Remember Gord? Yes, Gord, the main character. Yeah. Gord's... Yeah. Is it Gord? What's wrong know. with you? Do you want me to say it's Gord or not? What do you mean? Because if we have to go like 500 episodes and keep calling him Gord, it's going to stress me out. Is it not called Gord? Yeah, it's Gord. It's Gord. No, that's just how my aunt from Brooklyn pronounces it. Okay. Oh my Gord. Ugh. Ugh. Okay, so it's Gord then, yeah? Why? Oh God, what's, what's happening? I just need everyone to know we're talking about God, okay? Everyone is stressing out at home because they think they're meant to know a character called God, and there's no character called God yet. It's God. It's God, Sean. You know it's God. It's God, okay? Okay, so Gid comes down. Are you okay? Yeah, he comes down to Abram and Sreya, and he says what? What does he do with them? He says, your descendants will be as numerous as the stars, but people will suffer oppression for 400 years. Real bittersweet message there. And Abram doesn't go, what? Those two things don't seem connected. <laughs> so God God comes down mm-hmm. and Abram, I mean, what's the, it, it, we don't really understand Why what the mood of the people is towards God at this point. Yeah, because... You would really think of him as kind of a terrible, horrible dictator type. Yeah. Who's known, who's, whose biggest crime is destroying the world. I mean, is that, if that's his worst crime, mm. then call me guilty. He should have killed Noah and family because they're the only witnesses. If he just killed Noah, etc., started again, no one would even know that Gord did this. Who did this? Gord. So, they go to Egypt. That's the place where they're going to be oppressed. Is that right? Yes, I think so. They go to Egypt. Now, there was a famine in the land, Mm -hmm. it says, and Abram went down to Egypt to live there for a while because the famine was severe. Yep, and then... No explanation as to... I mean, that's that's all it is. Yeah. Uh, That's all we get. Um, As he was about to enter Egypt, he said to his wife, Sarah... So who's this Egypt character? Don't you dare. (laughs) Don't make me struggle more than I am, mate. It's Friday night. It's Friday night. It's late. I should be out there clubbing. Clubbing, clubbing. in Scotland with all the Scottish. Have you ever been clubbing in your life? Um, I don't know what counts. I've that's, been, a, that's a no, then. That's I hardly no. know if I've been mugging. I don't know if I've been clubbing, mate. Very good. And it rhymed. Thank you. As he was about to enter Egypt, hopefully mm-hmm. we'll find out more about that person later, he said to his wife, Sarai... Uh-huh. I know what a beautiful woman you are. When the Egyptians see you, they will say, this is his wife. Then they will kill me, but will let you live. Say you are my sister, so that I will be treated well for your sake, and my life will be spared because of you. Weird. A weird call. I imagine there's some reason why he made this call. Mm -hmm. So let's see where it goes for him. He must have some reason to do it. I can't see any way that this would be a pointless waste of time. Well, he's kind of explained it, but I feel like he's just causing hijinks for himself. He's just—he's oh. trying to get in the Bible. He's just putting himself in a situation. Yeah. 
So, hey, Abram, you're going to get in a situation later on, mate. So it now says, when Abram came to Egypt... Well, Stop it. Egypt Stop came it. as well. Stop it, lads. We don't need to be blue, mate. There's a story coming up later. The Egyptians saw that she was a very beautiful woman. And when Pharaoh's officials saw her, they praised her to Pharaoh. And she was taken into his palace. He treated Abram well for her sake. And Abram acquired sheep and cattle, male and female donkeys. Very modern. Nice. Manservants and maidservants and camels. Very good. So he has been treated well because he's pretended she's his sister. But the Pharaoh takes her for his own. Yes. And the Lord... Yep. Lord Whose name is Gord. Lord Gord, that's Lord right. Lord Gord. That's the situation you've got yourself in now with your little play around. Fuck. Okay, listeners, mm-hmm. can we just have a moment? Elliot, can you just leave the room for a second? Should I take my headphones off? Yeah. Okay, listeners, I'm going to level with you. I do know it's God. I'm saying it's Gord because I know it annoys Elliot. I am in too fucking deep with this and I don't know how to get out of it, okay? I'm going to slowly change stop calling it Gordon, and go back to god and i'm gonna hope that this old man doesn't realize yeah okay. okay don't fuck me on this listeners so the lord god so god uh inflicts serious diseases funk on... you brother what the lord inflicted serious diseases on pharaoh and his household because of abram's wife sarai so Pharaoh summoned Abram and says, this is the quote, what have you done to me? Why didn't you tell me she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister so that I took her to be my wife? Now then, here is your wife. Take her and go. Absolutely fair enough, in my opinion. Absolutely. So God has come down. God has come down and said, mate, that's someone's wife. And the Pharaoh's very... Obviously just said, why would that weird man tell me such a lie? And why would she go along with it? So Abram and Sarah yep. are... Sarai. Sarai, sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. Pharaoh chucks them out. Yep. He orders Abram to his men. They and pop. they sent him on his way with his wife and everything he has. Pretty cool story, Elliot. Yes. Do you know, so cool. I'd uh-huh. love to hear it again. Yeah, I hope later in on they four just, pages they just kind in of full. Tell it again. Yeah, that'd be nice. You know what I kind of want now? What? I want the main characters' names to just be ever so slightly different. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Anyway, that won't happen. So, Abram went up from Egypt to the Negev with his wife and everything he had. Yep. And Lot went with him. Who's Lot, I hear you say? Well, is it, it's not explained here. Like we, we, We're sort of reading this chronologically. This is a part of the Bible where a lot of stories kind of fragment yes. and overlap and often repeat themselves. Yes. So what's going to happen just in this section and why it might seem muddled, but it isn't, is that the story is about Abram and Sarah, Abram's nephew, Lot. Yeah. And then it goes back to Abram and Sarah and then back to Lot and then back to Abram and Sarah. Yeah. So we're going to tell it like that. So we're introducing the characters as they are now. Abram and Sarah, who are related in one way or two and lot who is abram's nephew we don't know that yet but he is we're just gonna you you have to trust us just please this is the easiest way to tell you this fucking story keep coloring in your bibles and just listen to us listen to us we know best anyway Uh this bit's pretty cool 
Yeah, this is where God gets a bit badass. Throughout yeah, boy. the theme of today's episode is God's a mental. So they go around, they both have flocks. Yep. Lot and Abram, mm-hmm. they're doing all right. They've just got loads of crap. They've got loads of stuff. Yep. And then they sort of, God comes down and says, like, stop arguing, stuff like that. Yeah. Then no. what seems to happen is a lot of fights break out mm-hmm. amongst different kings. Yes. So it says stuff like Arioch, king of Elisar, Kedor the Omiar, king of Elam, and Tidal, king of Goim, went to war against Bera, king of Sodom, Bersha, king of Gomorrah. Ooh. So there's all this stuff. A lot of fights, 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 fights. Wars, wars, wars. Mm-hmm. And then the king of Sodom, the king of Gomorrah, the king of... Oh, God, I mean, it's just so yeah, yeah, relentless. Yeah, yeah. Um, the key thing is the four kings seized all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah and all their food, and they went away. They also carried off Abram's nephew, Lot. Uh-oh. Spaghettios. And his possessions since he was living in Sodom. Yep. So Lot... The character who we've all grown to tolerate. Cheeky little lot with all his little catchphrases. Yeah. Yep. What's his most famous catchphrase? I wish I had a daughter. <laughs> that won't mean anything in the future. <laughs> lot just really wants a daughter for some reason. But one who had escaped came and reported this to Abram the Hebrew. Mm-hmm. Now, Abram was living near the great trees of Mamre the Amorite. Yep. I don't care about all this shit. Blah, 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 but he blah. heard that his relative had been taken captive. He called out the 318 trained men born in his household. What, like they were all his kids? I don't know. If, I think they just mean oh, like because he runs a thing. Oh, because he? he has as many kids as the stars. Is that that? I don't know. Is that literal? I'm in my brain, in my head canon, as the Tumblr kids say. This, these are all of Abram's kids. I don't think they are. I think he's running like a pasture. Okay. And he's of, got of people, people living on site. And he's got an army. He's got a small private army. Why is God destroying the Tower of Babel, being like, they're going to rise up against me, and yet this character's got an army, and he's like, yeah, fine. Look, the key thing is, he called out the 318 trained men born in his household and went in pursuit as far as Dan. <laughs> hiya. Hiya. I'm Dan. Even we will consider you, Dan. <laughs> During the night, he divided the men to attack them and he routed them, pursuing them as far as Hoba. He recovered all the goods and brought back his relative Lot and his possessions together with the women and the other people. Then we get to God's covenant with... Abram. Yes, and a certain little medical uh, manoeuvre is about to be uh, created and incepted for some reason. Well, yes, uh, slightly before that, mm-hmm. we have... Uh, just want to get to the good stuff, mate. I know. You're, you just want to get to the dong-heavy part of the Bible. <laughs> chip, chip. <laughs> yep. But before that, we have the whole thing with... Uh, what's her name? His wife. Sarah. Sarai. Sarai, sorry. Sarai, Abram's wife. Had borne him no children. Mm-hmm. I mean, how are you feeling about that? So, so the army's not the kids. That's clear. That's what happened. Because I, if I know Abram, and I think I do, he would never have kids with someone else, right? That's the idea, is that even though his wife's older, not producing any children, mm. I know he'd never cheat on his wife. Right, Sean? Well, let's read the next sentence, shall we? Hmm? But she had an Egyptian maidservant named Hagar. What? So she said to Abram, this is Sarai, the wife, says to Abram, the Lord has kept me from having children. Go, sleep with my maidservant. Perhaps I can build a family through her. 
creepy as hell. Is this what The Handmaid's Tale is about, right? I don't know what The Handmaid's Tale is about. I think it's about this. Is it? I think it's people who are like hired to to create kids. Is that what The Handmaid's Tale is about? I think so. Really? I, I've only seen a sketch about it. I actually don't know. What's The King of Queens about? It's about this man, and he's in charge of all of the gays. Sarai took Hagar, yep. who I imagine was not horrible. Oh! Do review us on iTunes. Abram and Hagar have full intercourse, yep. and I imagine outer course. Yep, which is done how, Sean? And they uh, have a baby. They have okay. a baby, and the baby is called Isaac. Ishmael. <laughs> <laughs> The baby is called Ishmael. 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 There's a name that's died. <laughs> that's a shame, isn't it? Yeah. Y- yeah. I was once threatened uh, when I was actually literally mugged as a as a young man. They tried to mug me. <laughs> I was literally mugged. You weren't literally mugged. <sighs> okay, go on. Um, and the guy, when I said I wouldn't do it, says, "You better do it, or I'll call my friend Ishmael." <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah, all yeah. he all he tried to take was all I had on me was Sims expansion packs. Oh, really? But you needed the original Sims. So actually, I think he didn't really want it. <laughs> oh, God, that was so on brand for you to get mugged and then the mugger to be like, I don't want these things. <laughs> so, Abram is 86. He has Ishmael as a son. Yes. And at this point is your favourite bit. I will let you lead the way. So at this point, the Lord God appeared to Abram and said to him, I am the almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. If you're my mate, if you believe in me, you're all right with me. Yeah. Be a Christian. Yeah. But that's not a thing yet. Be Jewish. This whole thing's, I think, the birth of Jewish, right? Yeah, the birth of Jewish. Okay. And... (laughs) Grief. So they made a covenant, and that covenant basically is a promise to God that you're going to be on his side. And what you do is you have to just Easy as pie, chop off the end of your knob. Yes. It's called circumcision. It's done nowadays. Half of the cast of Sean Elliott Read the Bible are circumcised. And Which half? Uh, really, the top half. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm correct in thinking you, you are circumcised. Yes, you're correct to think that. Okay. And the other week you said you went back to where you were circumcised. Yes. Did you find, did you find the bit when you went there again? What, did I find the the bit? Yeah, when you went back. What, my foreskin? Yeah, it's still there? My purpose there was professional. I was not on a quest of <laughs> but vengeance. If, oh, so, but if you saw it on the street, you'd have been like, well, yeah, I'll take it now. If I went back to where I got circumcised and I saw my foreskin on the street, yeah. given that I was circumcised 10 years ago, yeah. I mean, you, look, you asked the question, I'll give you the answer. Yes, of course I'd pick it up. Was it five-second rule? Yeah. For foreskins, it's 15-year rule. So you you were 20 when you got yours done? Yes, I was 20. Okay. And what happens afterwards? Does it hurt? What do you mean, what happens afterwards? Like, after you wake up and you're like... Well, because when you're a baby, you don't know that it's gone. No. But when you're an adult, you're ex- you've experienced having a foreskin and then not having a foreskin. Do you know, what, do you know how it felt? Go on. Um, I, was in a, yeah, I was in a bad way before. Hellfire... Mm-hmm. I was struggling. I couldn't get my crops to grow. Yeah. You know, I coveted many oxes. My yeah. wife would not bear me a child. That would be not perfect. They chopped off the end of my dick. Yep. I immediately felt God's love. Okay, great. Yeah. You just felt all of the anguish and pain disappear with that little yeah. bit of little bit of flesh they've got. 
Also, it was on the NHS, so they gave you a sweet cheese sandwich. Cracking. Okay, well, I've got all of mine anyway. And um, yep. basically, Abram at this point, he is 90, 90 years old, 99 years old? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 99 years old. Yeah. And the Lord appeared to him and said, I am God Almighty. Yeah. Walk before me and be blameless. Does all this covenant. No, no, no. Chop, chop your knob off. Basically, he says, chop the knob off. Yep. Then you're in the club. Yep. Ishmael gets his dick chopped off around the age of eight. Yep. So now they're both fine. Sarai's just fine anyway. Is that what it says? Ishmael was eight in yours? Because in yes. my Gideon Bible, Ishmael was 13. Hmm. Abraham was 99. They, had him, they, they were circumcised on the same day. It says that in my Bible. Oh. Mine says eight. And the uncircumcised man, child, whose flesh of the foreskin is not circumcised, that soul shall be cut off from his people. He hath broken my covenant. Goodness. Anyone with the, with the end of their penis still there, God's not around with you. And how do you feel about that? Well, I, I learned a lot about foreskins recently and about circumcision. What? And about the science of it. What are you talking about? And apparently there's literally no reason in this day and age to be circumcised. Apparently it's all bad, all negative if you get circumcised. Well, I got circumcised. Yeah. Well, how is it all bad? Well, apparently in regards to health, um, psychological matters, sexual pleasure... For you and your partner, apparently it's all, just all negative. Well, the whole point was that it, well, at the risk of being blunt, it, mm-hmm. my sexual pleasure was affected anyway. You, you would be blunter than me, wouldn't you? I hate this. <laughs> Let's have a break. <laughs> I'm fucking knackered. Well... We're <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe how much more we have to do. Well, it's all, from this point on, very good stuff. Yeah. You know our guy Abram? Who? Abram? Yeah. Well, now he's missing a bit. He's been granted a bit more because his name has now become Abraham. Whoa! Abram's evolving. You know there was a guy before called Ham? Ham. This is maybe how, maybe that's... Oh, the spirit of Ham has entered Abram to create Abraham. Yeah, you're doing that weird thing you did at the beginning. Stop sorry, it. sorry. And Sarai, sorry, Sarai has become Sarah. Yes. Uh, nobody knows why. Why the hell not? Power play. Yeah, she's still got all of her. Women don't suffer in this book. Elliot has been drinking. I faced a trauma, right? A pregnant woman thumped me. You, f- you faced the trauma. She thumped me. Thumped you. She thumped me in my morals. Go on. And then, now that we know the name changes, and now that the foreskins have blown away in the wind... The book can start properly. Yes. As we return to everybody's favourite character... Oh, God, I hope he says Jesus. Gord. Oh, Gordy. Gord comes down to Abraham and says, Hi, Abram. And Abram's like, God, have you, you... Abraham... We've done this, and God's like, oh, yeah. I forgot I'm God now as well. Yeah. Do you reckon he ever asked to be called something else? Well, Abram. No, no. God. 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 <laughs> like, do you reckon he was like... He had a like phase. You know how everyone has a phase where they try and kind of instigate it? Do you reckon he, he went at some point and were like, can you call me like Switchblade? <laughs> and Poseidon's like, no. How about Switch? <laughs> he went, Switch? I just want to be called Switch. Yeah. I just think I get all the girls if I was called Switch. Do you know what I mean? For now, you can be God. <laughs> for now, you're God. I, uh, as a kid, I wanted to be called... I was really against the name Elliot for some reason. Mm. Oh, I, I, there's plenty of reasons why you would be. And, Especially when it's only spelled with one L, one and T. I chose... For some reason, I chose the name Robert. And for basically one, sco- one week at school, I just wrote the name Robert on everything. 
And obviously, the teacher kept going, who's this? <laughs> <laughs> like, they kept trying to give back work. I was like, who did this? I think I was about eight. This is more admin than it's worth. Yeah, yeah. So I just went back to Elliot. I briefly, as a as a teenager, went by a pretty cool nickname yep. of Jonathan Livingston Seagull. Well, of course, can I'll do that to you. And so God returns to Abraham and says, I hate Sodom and Gomorrah, places of sin. Sodom, where they're bumming, which is a term I've just invented, mm. and they're oraling, which is also about Sodom, sodomy. Mm. Sodomy includes, includes oral sex. I bet you didn't know that, did you, listeners? Outer course. Ever heard of it? God comes to Abram and says, you know what? I'm just going to wipe them all out. I'm going to destroy them. And Abram for some reason, has the ability to, like, he's in God's ear. Yeah, yeah. And he said, God... He has the gift of the gab in the way that Noah could have only dreamed of. Exactly. Noah was a follower. Abram's pulling the strings somewhat because Abram says, no, don't don't do this. Don't do this. And then God's like, all right, how about if you find 50 decent people, I'll let them live. Now, is that 50 decent people worldwide or within Sodom? I think, as far as I can tell, it's within Sodom. Okay. And Abram's like, okay, 50 people. What if it was five? Le- what if it was like 45? And God was like, yeah, okay, 45, 45 people. And then Abram went, yeah, well, what if it was like 40? And then God said, yeah, right, 40. Listeners should know none of this is made up. And this, this is exactly, this is exactly what happens. Yeah. You, there is a ba- there's like two pages of just them bartering. Just bargaining. It. <laughs> how how many like, people they need to it's fight? It's really cheeky. And then he knocks it down. To 30, and then 20, and then he says, yeah, but if it's 20, if you cut it down this much, let's just say 10. And God's like, yeah, right, 10. If you God find... is a terrible negotiator. <laughs> you... He is a terrible negotiator. Final offer. If you find 10 good people, I will let Sodom survive. It says the Lord went his way as soon as he had left commuting with Abraham, and Abraham returned to his place. I assume clasping his hands together, saying, well, I, I really screwed him over. <laughs> of course I'm going to find ten good men. Yeah. Smash cut to Sodom, where there is a character living, and his name is Lot. This is when the Bible gets freaky. Yeah. It's pretty cool how they, you know, you were saying that. You actually do like the way... It's starting to... It's, to, it's edited better now. It's jumping between stories. It's doing a bit of an infinity war. It's pretty nifty. It's doing a what? And no, Lot, what's it doing? What's and it Lot's doing? living in I want you Sodom. to tell me what, what it's doing. What did you just say? So Lot is in Sodom. Yeah. Not joining in particularly. He's probably he's also a, in Egypt. He's an all right guy. If you get my, if you get my, get my drift. <laughs> Egypt. What a, what a hoe. <laughs> Um, we should get that on a t-shirt yeah uh, oh by the way if you have bile in the Nile by the by by the bible bye bicycles and two angels come to Lot as Lot is sitting at the gates of Sodom and what's, what's he just doing what do you reckon he's doing just shooting the shit I think he's wanking do you reckon he's especially these angels are coming down I, I bet he's, he's never seen anyone so clean uh, so the angels arrive Lot welcomes them he greets them and has them in his home mm-hmm I I can't tell. I don't know how important it is. I don't know if he knows they're angels yet. He might just think they're people. Is it like that film, uh, Michael? Don't know that film. Oh, uh, John Travolta is an angel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, some people don't know he's an angel. But okay. he has wings. Okay. But they don't know he's an angel. 
Well, I think someone knows he's an angel, but they have to cover it. Okay. They might just think he's like a pigeon man. Yeah. I mean, that that's the direction I always wished the film would take. <laughs> Turns out he's a pigeon man, which would be more amazing. Yeah. John Travolta is a pigeon man. Spread it. Gay pigeon man. Um, oh, oh, what? And so he has the two angel people in his home, Lot does. Uh, and he's there with his family. He's got some uh, daughters and he's got a wife. Mm-hmm. And the townspeople of Sodom... The bastards that they are come to the door and say, who are those people? Who are those people? Who's the new ones? Yeah. (laughs) Legitimately. And they say, we want to know them, by which I mean, they want to do them. Yeah. They want to bring them out. And these people they don't know, they're literally only interested because they don't know who they are. They just go like, we want to have sex with those people. And Lot's like, no. No. You can have sex with my daughters instead. And he sends his daughters out there. It is unbelievable. It is absolutely mental what Lot is doing to these daughters, who, if you recall before, he was praying for. He really wants to have his daughters, uh, have a daughter. And now he's got (laughs) daughters, and he sends them out there. And basically the townspeople go like, why are you being such a smart ass? We hate you so much. And they try and, they try and, like, break down the house and kill Lot. And the angels reveal themselves <gasps> and stop the attack. It's like the end of that film about the pigeon man. Yeah, exactly like that, yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. Michael. And Lot and his family try and escape. And the angels say, you go, but don't turn around and don't look at anything that happens here. We'll sort this. This is very much like when you were ironing earlier. Exactly. I said, don't turn around. And you turned around and looked at my body. Because at this point, cut back to Abram. Are you keeping Abraham. up with this, listeners, by the Abraham. way? Are you keeping this up? It's a good story. So genuinely, I think this is a great story. Yeah. Go back to Abraham. He has not found the 10 men he needs to convince God. No. Okay. So God now is destroying Sodom and Gomorrah. He is bringing down hellfire and brimstone. He's wiping it out with the help of these angels. Now, why do you think he's gone against... The flooding technique that worked so well before. Is it because he's only destroying one place and not the whole thing? I don't know. Maybe he's just... Maybe he's got a new... It's just like a new toy. Yeah. Maybe if he had fire and brimstone with no one's around. Maybe it's like Farmville when he's earned enough coins... Exactly. ...been able to buy a new thing. Yeah. He invented fire and health in brimstone on day 56. Yeah, And they just didn't really mention that. Of course. Um, Because he's still inventing stuff. He's still doing it. He's still knocking about... That's the whole... That's the thing. Because there's a bunch of stuff that doesn't exist. There's like no TV yet. Yeah. So all the stuff that doesn't exist yet is just kind of like every day he makes one thing. Yeah. We can't find out everything every day. Exactly. Yeah. So Abram's not doing his job. God's now doing his job with the angels. They're destroying the whole place. Lot and his family are running away. They've been told not to turn around, not to look. And then Lot's wife, who is unnamed, who is never given a name in this book. Do you think this book passes the Bexel test? <laughs> no. There is allowed to be one female character at a time. She's not allowed to know her name or have a name or eat fruit. Well, they can change their name. They can change it. That was forced upon her. Yeah. Abram cut a bit of his dick off and then Soraya's name changed. Yeah. And that was it. So Lot's unnamed wife. She was given one instruction. Okay. Which is don't turn around and look at, the, look at what's happening here. Yeah, yeah. Then she does turn around and she turns into a pillar of salt. She looks at the destruction, turns into a pillar of salt. What do you make of that? That is insane. What a weird <laughs> punishment to be given. And also, why? Because it's not like Lot and his family 
are getting somewhere and are going to be like, oh, it's destroyed, and we know it was destroyed, but we just don't know what it looks like now. I wonder it's- if it's like shit imagery, like she cried a lot. Oh, oh, so she wasn't turned into a pillar of salt. I wonder if, like, you know, like a crap singer-songwriter yeah. would use that as some very ham- heavy-handed in- uh, imagery yeah. in a song like, Baby, when you left me, I turned into a pillar of salt. Yeah, yeah, oh, come on, oh, come on. <laughs> Gonna turn into a pillar of salt. If you turn around, don't look at the asphalt. Yeah? Carry on. So she turns into a pillar of salt. Lot and his kids then escape mm-hmm. and arrive in a cave. And Lot is an old man now. He's an old man. He's an old, old man. He's got his two daughters there. But here's a here's a cool bit mm-hmm. in my Bible. So we then flash back yep. to Abraham. Yeah. Where it says, early the next morning, Abraham got up and returned to the place where he had stood before the Lord. He looked down at Sodom and Gomorrah towards all the land of the plain, and he saw dense smoke rising from the land like smoke from a furnace. So it's like we now see the destruction, the destruction from yeah. his view. It is pretty cool. He's allowed to look. At what point were they allowed to turn around? But I think it's it's pretty cool how they just they they have the two little plots. It's co- it's cool how it's cutting together like that. It's more like a movie. It's like that film um, that I watched with you and McGregor about the tsunami. Oh, which one's that? I don't know. You and just picked oh, it. oh the impossible. Is yeah, you and you and picked it. <laughs> Great, I like that. I think that's really funny. It is really funny. It is really funny. <laughs> no, I liked it. I liked it, mate. Okay. Um, which does quite appropriately bring us to my feature. Your feature? Yes. Okay. Elliot's Here feature, for those who have never listened before. Here we go. You should know that I hate Elliot's feature. I don't <laughs> like features as a thing. It doesn't matter. We now both Everybody, have a feature. He had one, so I have to have one. Everybody Mine is coming it. up. Everybody and- loves it. Everybody loves it. They love the structure. They want to know how we do... They want to know if we thrive with a bit of professionalism. And this is it. This is us thriving, okay? I don't feel like we're thriving. You look like you're drunk. (laughs) I'm not in the slightest bit drunk. I've had half a Budweiser. And this is a small Budweiser. A small Budweiser. Okay. What's your feature? You look tired. I am tired. (laughs) Tired of your baloney. My feature's called Elliot Watched a Movie. So, we... My theme tune is better than his. When you say Elliot watched a movie, the yeah. idea is you watch films... I watch a movie, it's about the based, Bible. Based on biblical, based on biblical texts. stories, so people don't have to watch... People don't have to read the book. And then we see how accurate they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's kind of the point. Yeah. Um, Professionalism. Yes. Your favourite word. I, I should warn you that the title... Don't get snarky with me, man. I get snarky with who I need to. The title... Is something I've come up with. The one I found is just called Old Man and His Daughters. I thought that's a bit boring. You thought that was boring, did you? Yeah. Well, that's the title of the film, isn't it? Well, it's... Do you do that with other films? Well, just do, you go, this... do you go, here, 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 let's watch this film. It's called Big Lizard Matthew Broderick. You go, what? Why does it say Godzilla on the screen? Well, Godzilla technically doesn't actually make any sense. What do you mean? Big Lizard and Matthew Broderick does. Is it Godzilla? Uh, so it's called Old Man and His Daughters, and we, we fade into a house... And weirdly, it's the same house that Noah and his stepson lived in. I don't know how much that matters. What, in the film last last week? In the last one. Same house. Uh, so basically, there's an old man sitting there. Mm-hmm. Um, he's kind of bald, a bit bigger. In the in the gay community, I think he'd be called a, 
an old bear. Okay. He's an old bear. I don't know what, what the straights call people. What would you be called in the gay community out of curiosity? I think someone asked me this the other day. We Googled it. I think I'm what's referred to as a twink. Hmm. Hmm. What is a twink? Um, it's like a younger looking, as you've seen my body, you know I'm hairless. Yeah, but you're 75. Yeah, well, I still look young. It's my USP. What um, would you say I would be called in the gay community? I don't think you'd be let in. So there's an old man and he lives in this house and then two girls enter and one of them looks ever so ill. Oh, oh no. she looks ever so ill. Oh, but shit. they're not going to address it. They're just going to let her kind of keep coughing her way through. Um, is it, is it, I guess, what, they're in the cave at this point? Is that the idea? No, just the house. It's just the house. Still no his house. Um, there's no mention of his house here. Mm, I know, I know. And then a voice that we don't know who it belongs to, it must be God, just says, okay, it's time to go. And then they fuck. And then it fades away. Wait, what? Wait, whoa, what? Just the three of them. This is three films in a row. And what happens? So explain it again. What, do you want it in detail? Well, I want to know what happened, because this, every time we do this fucking cinema club, and every time it always ends up with us having this conversation. Okay, so the old man's sitting on the sofa. Yes. Two women walk in. Yes. One looks ever so gaunt. Yes. The other one, as for some reason is quite common in these films, looks a bit unloved. Okay. Just by in her family or whatever. I don't okay. know what the backstory is in this. I think you're projecting, but fair enough. No, it's it's what they look like. I can show you the dead eyes on these actors, mate. I don't want to see. It's ridiculous. Okay. Not even any music in this one. It's all soundtracks by just smushing skin and f- fluids. Fl- fluids from the old man. Raining down, they were. Okay. And then what happens? And then they... And then, so basically, there's like nothing else in it. It's just it fades into them doing each other. The two girls are doing lots. Were they dressed like the Bible characters? No, they were dressed like uh, like it was warm weather. They were dressed for warm weather. But in modern day? In modern day, they had short skirts and tiny little tops on. Yeah. And they just walk into the room where this old man's sitting on his sofa. And what's he wearing? He's wearing uh, boxer shorts and a vest. (laughs) I... Are we sure this is linked to this? It must be. Because at the very end, she, after he's done, she kind of wipes her face a little bit and goes, oh, that's a lot. Jesus Christ. One star. Oh, but another prepared joke. The other, the other important bit that you have to oh, it's realize so late, here. Elliot, why? <laughs> they have to, the, other, the important I've thing. I've got to go to a birthday party in a bit. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> the, other, the other thing we have to talk about. <laughs> what are you, what's the happening thing, in your head now? No, but the other thing we have to talk about, because this is important, this is why it's important, is this film, even though it's by far my least favourite one out of all the ones that we've watched, out of every single film we've watched, and Elliot watched a movie, this is the most important one. You want to know why? Why? Because it's dead accurate. Because the Bible... Yeah. The two daughters are sitting with Lot in the cave. The wife's dead. The wife's a pillar of salt. Okay, now listeners need to listen up the old very man, closely. Yeah. The old man... Lot is dying, and the two daughters are grieving for their mother, they're grieving for the father they're about to lose, and they say, we need to carry on the family. And so the daughters have sex with their father, Lot, 
and then continue the bloodline and they have children and it carries on because of that. This film that I watched, that's a lot, one star, is dead on accurate to what actually happens in this Bible. True or false, Sean? It is true. There's a few little differences. Don't the, the, the daughters kind of hatch a plan to trick the father into having sex. Yeah. Trick Lot. Yeah. Like they get him drunk. Yeah. Isn't that the idea? Yeah. Like I have been... I wasn't going to mention that because it's a bit sinister. Wow. Hey. In this day and age. If the boot fits. Yeah, fine. You know. Yeah. They did it. They said, we're going to get him drunk. I mean, I've been drunk in my time. I don't know if I've been so drunk ever. Yeah. That That you look at your mother like that. Well, that I would... I mean, no. Awful. Mm. What on earth? What on earth? It's ridiculous. But, hey, it's what happens. Well, it's scientific fact that this happened. Yep. Fascinating. Yep. That's weird. This book is fucking warped. Fucking weird as. Yeah. Uh... I hope it's, you know, I mean, I like, I have to say, I do like it. You know what's weird? These are the people who were good enough to leave Sodom. They were the people who God was like, you can leave, you're, you're pretty decent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, they're doing each other in the cave. You're merely incestuous. Yeah, that's what, fine. What as, long as, it, as long as it's not up the bum, right, God? But to be, to be honest, maybe that does make sense. They both knew their dad. They were like, we want to carry on the bloodline. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. He's old. Yep. His wife's salt. Yep. Let's get this guy... I mean, do compare him to the people of Sodom. Our only experience of them is them literally beating the door down so they could fuck an angel. Yeah. This is... And they didn't want to have sex with their daughters. Maybe their daughters were just feeling a bit rejected. Yeah. There's a whole town who were known for only having sex with anything that moves, every single hole, including animals, were like, nah, we don't want to do them. Nah. And then they were like, well, who who will who would? Oh I know, a drunk father. And then that's it. That's the Bible. That's the righteous book that people base their lives on. It's like Fritzel, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It's like something out of like a the Fritzel story. Oh god, it is, isn't it? We anyway. don't know what we don't know what lots raised them like. Maybe you just raised them a bit backward or something. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, I think we basically leave Lot forever at that point, so Good. we didn't really need, didn't even need that detail. The key thing is, if you're by, buy the Bible, if there's bile in your bicycle. It is 11.30. 11.30 on a Friday night. On a Friday night. Well, after the first full week of the Fringe, so... I've done about... 20 shows in the past seven days mm-hmm. i've had a lot of stress yep he's, cra- uh, he's cracked a beer i've cracked a beer okay i'm going to a birthday party he's human yeah he's just a man he's weak okay we all have moments like this i hope you're still there listening listeners this is a long old episode but we have to get the book of genesis done in this episode legit i think this is fun as crap these stories are weird they are weird and Can i you- think I think they're fun. I think people like them. Can you believe that there was a point where we were going to try and do this in one episode? Well, all of Genesis. All of Genesis. Yeah, and then we looked at when we looked at the, just the Adam and Eve bit and went, oh, Jesus wept. <laughs> Who? Bleh. Huh? Who wept? Uh, Jesus. Who? Jesus. He was our producer on that first episode. We fired him. Oh God, he did weep, didn't he? What an absolute a hole. He was so. What was he crying about? Me don't like electricity. <laughs> Such a dumbass. He was literally the worst. Now, um, 
Bible Corp. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're not happy. We need to... We need to make this a bit funner and more accessible, I think, in this third section. You know what, Sean? I want to hear one of the stories again. The first oh, story. fucking kill me. Do you want to take the lead? What a turn up for the books. After the mind meld that has just happened. Just what two tired people need at 11.30 at night. Yep. To be convinced that they've gone mad because the same story is printed twice. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Except there's a couple more details. One of which is inexplicable. Yes. So basically, the story referencing, folks is the story where Abram and Sarah... Sarai at the time. At the time, Sarai. But now they are again Abraham and Sarah. Like, for some reason, it doesn't make any sense. They're Abraham and Sarah. They go, they meet that pharaoh. The pharaoh takes Sarah for his wife. God tells him... But they don't say pharaoh, they say king. They say king, and they give the name, which is unpronounceable. So basically... I like to imagine that maybe it isn't the same story. It's I like to imagine again. that it's happened again and Abraham has doubled down. He's thought, Look, last time it really went to shit. Yeah. But I'm telling you, say you're my sister, everything will be... Kings fall for things that pharaohs don't, right? That's always been my understanding. Pharaohs are clever. We didn't get away with, it, with that pharaoh, but we will with this king. Say you're my sister. It all happens. It all happens. Yeah. And then God says, give the man his wife back and he, and he does and Sarah goes back to Abraham and then it is revealed these two people who are pretending to be brother and sister and then it turns out that they're husband and wife in real life yeah are in fact half brother and sister what the incest never ends half brother half sister yes some sort of minotaur and yet indeed she is my sister she is the daughter of my father but not the daughter of my mother. And she became my wife. My wife? <laughs> <laughs> Back in the game. High yeah, five! Yeah. <laughs> um, so, just more insight. Every Everyone in this book is related and doing it. Uh, so basically, it's just that story again. We've left Lot. Incest. We come back to Abraham. We think, oh, thank God, no more incest. And we find out, no, no, it was always incest all along. And then, yeah, that's 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 the key thing. It's like Scooby Doo. It's always incest, mask after mask after mask. Yeah, right? yeah. So then, the Lord visits Sarah again. It's just some unspecified time in the future. Sarah, who we thought couldn't have children, so she sent Abram to have sex with her handmaid. Sarah is then blessed with a baby, a beautiful little baby and called the baby is Ishmael. Named, no, Isaac. Isaac. <laughs> Oy vey. Right. So Ishmael what? is Hagar's son. Hagar. Isaac is Sarah's son. Yes. So then Isaac's born. And he is then Ovs circumcised. Chip, chip. That gets a good old paragraph. Chip, chip. Eight days old. Um, and Abraham was 100 years old by this point when Isaac was born. Mm. 99 in my book. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And the, it, there are little differences starting to emerge between the King James Bible and the Gideon Bible. This is what happens. God says unto Abraham, Abraham Go up <laughs> to the mountain. Bring Isaac, your son. You know the one that the love of your life finally gave birth to yeah. in a miracle? Your legit son. Your legitimate F- son. F. Ishmael. Yeah. This won't cause problems in the future. Kill him. Kill him. Kill your favourite son. Kill him. Kill him. Yep. Kill him. So then uh, Abraham holds a knife aloft and is about to bring it down onto Isaac and kill him. And God says, Ah! Ah! I got you. Yeah. 
And then he stops the whole thing from happening and just is like, it's a goof. It's a goof. You're loyal to me. You've chopped the dick off. You'd kill your only son. This is a bit like a mob thing. I think it's because he was like, don't you ever fuck me over again with those 10 people (laughs) that you were meant to fuck? Don't you think you bargained, mate? As soon as you said 10 people, I was like, all right, we'll find 10 good people. Yeah. God walks away and is like... I'm the Don. I will always be the Don. Don't you ever forget that. I got your balls, Abraham. I got your balls, bitch. I'm going to call you Abraham forever, and I'm going to F with your brain. And this is that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's legit just that story. That's why we're not really spending any time on it. We're spending time on the stories you don't know because you just know this story. Yeah. All right. And also because it's really, really late. Okay. And the next... We don't owe you a fucking thing, listeners. (laughs) We don't owe you it's anything. We're doing three. this out of some strange obligation. It's episode three. No, no, let me. It's, no, it's episode three, but they need to know. Audio Boom are hosting this show. <laughs> Audio Boom were hosting our last show. We thought at this point, because we'd been nominated for awards, Audio Boom might take an interest in this show. They have done less than they did last time. The old man from upstairs is going to come down. How? <laughs> How can we? How can they have a podcast and never listen to it? No, we don't talk about that anymore. I don't give a fuck. We're mate. past it. We're past it. We're not past it. We are past it. We just changed the name of the provider on iTunes. <laughs> we did. It's now from Bible Corp. From Bible Corp. Bible Corp are good to us. They, I mean, they keep in contact. It's never good news. They're sending us these schmeckles. Listen, they're always sending us th- pieces yeah. of gold. Pieces of gold. They also send us our, our family's toenails. Okay. Do you reckon we can do the rest of it in one minute? One minute. I'm, I'm, the answer is probably no. The answer is absolutely yes, mate. Okay, you ready for this? This is the bit that you've been looking forward to the most, though. This is fine. So basically, there's some bit now where it's just about his family. It's just about the lineage, you know, the boring lineage stuff that always happens, blah, 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 blah. And then we come to a chap named Jacob. Yeah. Stage. Curtains rise. It's pitch black. Spotlight on the narrator. A female wearing a waistcoat. And she talks about a man named Jacob. Go on, then. The father of a man you all know as Joseph, who was once given a Technicolor dream coat on stage, but possibly not in the book. <laughs> this is that story. Elliot has been looking forward to this since we started doing the podcast. He loves uh, Joseph and his Technicolor dream coat. I didn't even know that it was this. I didn't know it was based on something like this. Pull back the curtain. You sound like you really love it. Really know okay, it well. okay, we're just going to do this, all right? <clears throat> so Jacob, he comes from Abraham's lineage. He comes down from Jacob. Jacob has a dozen sons. One of them's called Joseph. He's the favourite because Joseph's mother was Jacob's favourite wife. He never really loved another or other, etc., etc. How and many then, wives did Jacob have? Doesn't matter. And then the brothers right. of Joseph become jealous. Yeah. They beat up Joseph, Good. sell him as a slave. They return to Jacob and tell him that, that his favourite son, Joseph, has been killed. Joseph's taken in as a slave. He befriends the Pharaoh. And Joseph has this skill. He has a talent. He can interpret dreams. He can read the future based on people's dreams. He tells the Pharaoh... 
about um, a, a lack of crops and supplies that's about to hit the land so the pharaoh can act upon it. The pharaoh becomes Joseph's friend, but then the pharaoh's wife sleeps with, with Joseph, and the pharaoh becomes jealous, throws Joseph into the prison, where he reads the dreams of a butler and a baker, and then um, one of them dies and one of them's fine, and then Joseph gets out of it by reading everyone's dreams because for some reason everybody's currently having a period of just very weird dreams. Joseph becomes famous. Go, 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 Joseph, you know what they say. No, 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 Joseph, you make it someday. No, 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 Joseph, you're doing fine. You're in the dream coat ahead of your time. The coat, to my knowledge, isn't in the book. Okay, so then we are carrying on. Joseph becomes a very successful man. He bumps into his family again, Jacob and all the sons and the brothers. And they don't recognise Joseph. Joseph tricks them, he gaslights them into kind of worshipping him a little bit, and then goes, Ah, gotcha, bros. And then they all kind of just live happily ever after, it's all just basically fine. And then they do the mega mix. Go, 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 Joe. Go, go, Joe, go. It's like midnight. That's, that's Genesis. That's the book of Genesis? That's Genesis. It was very impressive at the end there, Elliot. Uh, when we turn the recorder on, you've got to do it just like that, okay? No! I think that's fine. I, we have read the book. It's just that the coat, it's like not like the musical. It's not as interesting as the musical. And that's it. It's whipped out. If you want to know that bit of the Bible, it's elsewhere. There's an audio medium you can listen to. It's got Jason Donovan doing it. My parents um, went to see Joseph when I was still in my mother's tummy, and I think that's why I'm queer. We've learned a lot, haven't we, listeners? It's been quite an episode. Quite an episode. I hope you're as exhausted as we are. I, I can't imagine how they wouldn't be. <laughs> we've learned so much. We've done so much already. The book of Genesis. Yep. We've gone from the beginning of the universe. Mm-hmm. We've gone to Adam and Eve. Yep. We've flooded the earth. We've rebuilt the earth. We've built a tower up to the stars. We've destroyed the tower. We've built a city of Sodom. We've destroyed it. We've seen women turn into salt. We've seen family members upon family members just doing each other hard. Absolutely. So now, I think for maybe the final time, my regular section, here's the theme tune. Here we go. I just press go. Oh, it's, and... oh by the way, for the people who never listened, it's uh, Adam had a rib taken out of him. Oh, yeah. Um, to make Eve. And I, you know, obviously, that's also the same thing you do if you want to give yourself a blowjob if you're a man. Yeah, just pop one of your ribs out. We can all do it. Pop out a rib. Yep. Marilyn Manson did it. Loads of people did it. Yep, yep, so yep. now I'm just saying, I always assumed... Uh-huh. That there'd be a point in the book of Genesis where Adam would give himself a blowjob. Yep. Here's our final tally. Okay? Okay, and... Turn on the music. Uh, off we go. Adam sucked his dick. Adam sucking his own dick. He gives himself a blowjob. Does he give it a blowjob? How many this week? He likes to put his long hard shaft into his old mouth. And the teeth wrap round. And he's got a foreskin. Cause this is before Abraham cut off the end of the willies. He's got a foreskin, but he kinda <laughs> likes that part. Because it tastes like baloney. He keeps throbbing up and down. Up and down and up and down on his own dong, 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 dong. Everybody loves it, loves it, loves it. Come coming out of his dick into the mouth of Adam. None. None yet. No, well, none. Nothing at all. Unless he's bat liar. Okay, good. You've been a great audience, everybody. Thank you for listening. Um, Whew, hell of an episode. Hell of an episode. You looked really scared when I was doing that uh, theme tune. I'm just... I'm, I think I'm dead. Yeah, I think we're both dead. I think Bible Corp will hunt us down. If you want to buy the Bible, 
You don't have to be bisexual. We need to make that clear. You can also have your own bile within the Nile. Mm-hmm. Be on a bicycle. Be on a bicycle, by the by. By the Bible, by the by, by. If you are one or two or three out of three of those things, you can buy the Bible, bye bye. Thank you for listening. Cracking. I mean, the book of Genesis is, 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 a, is a pretty tasty beginning. And now we're going to move into the book of Exodus. Exodus. And I'm excited. I'm genuinely excited. Yeah. Because there's no way that book could possibly be as long and confusing as the book of Genesis, right? Absolutely not. I think Genesis is one of the longest ones, right? I right? think you... Uh, I, look at the oh chapters and look at how long Exodus is. <laughs> um, Thank it, you for your support. You've all been very nice about it so far. We've only just launched in real what life. What about Who's been nice about it? It would be useful if you could review us on iTunes. Yeah. I'm not anticipating a five. My body hurts. My body didn't used to hurt for the other one. For that one, we could whap it out. This is like work. This is a lot of work goes into this now. Um, if you think it's good, give us like a solid three-star review. No. <laughs> if you think we've got work to do, I'll accept it too. I don't know about you, Elliot. I'll cut you. <laughs> I'll cut you. And I, I, you're missing the bit that I'd cut first. So I'll go straight for the heart. Okay? Okay. Your foreskin's gone, your heart's next, mate. Is that what you would have cut first, is my foreskin? Yeah. The first thing you would have done is circumcised me? Yeah. Fascinating young man. Because uh, I want people to be with God when I kill them. Fair enough. We have a Twitter, Bible, at BiblePod. At BiblePod. Go and follow it. Follow uh, it. Follow us individually and follow the account. It's going to be great. We're, we're very Do fun. we have an email address? Why is it Gmail? We should have gone Outlook. No, we're not doing this again. We're not doing this again. Why? Play us out. Good morning, everyone. Um, it's the next day. So, Sean and Elliot Read the Bible was brought to you by Sean McLaughlin and Elliot J. Fallows and Bible Court. All artwork was by Ryan Weekman and all music by Ms. Petricor. The theme songs this week was were f- uh, from Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. And you can follow us at BiblePod at Bible Pod on Twitter, baby. Maybe Facebook in the future.